Hi, thank you for tuning in to the Finding Harmony podcast with me, your host, Harmony Slater. Well, hello, welcome to the Finding Harmony podcast. I'm so happy you're here today. Today, this week, this past week was Thanksgiving. It was celebrated in the United States. And even though we already celebrated our Thanksgiving up here in Canada, since Russell is American, we also celebrate American Thanksgiving as well in our own way, even though we don't technically get the days off or kids don't get school holidays. Um, I like to take the time and just take a little mini holiday. Uh, it's super nice to just be grateful and think of all the things that I'm grateful for in my life, all the many, many blessings, and just take some time to either, you know, journal or write down or just pause and meditate. Think about how fortunate we are, how lucky we are. This was um, on the back of the Yoga Gives Back Global Gala fundraiser that I was at, which was also an incredible opportunity to just think about how fortunate we are to have been born in a first world nation like Canada or anywhere in Europe or the United States of America and how this practice of yoga has helped to change, transform, completely alter the course of our lives. If you're a practitioner, I think you probably can relate to that statement. I know for myself, Um, when I first came to the practice of yoga, it was so transformational. Um, I was in a place where I didn't like myself at all. I, you know, was struggling with bulimia. I was pretty lost and struggling with anxiety. And when I came to my first yoga class, it was like a weight had been lifted off of me. And sometimes, I think in our practice of yoga, we have to think back to those first days and to what it felt like, what changes we noticed. Because as we practice and practice and practice, sometimes, you know, we develop a new normal. Things become easier. We get a different reset point. So it can be helpful, especially if you're struggling to uh, re-engage with your practice or get back on the mat or get back into it, it can just be helpful to think about how you first felt when you began the practice of yoga and some of the changes and things and benefits that you felt through the practice. And gratitude is a similar act because when we become grateful, we really start to notice an increase in our happiness and a decrease in our negative thinking, right? It's hard to be both grateful and thinking negative things at the same time. So gratitude really helps to strengthen those neural pathways, those positive pathways in our brain. And also that in itself strengthens our immune system. It's an incredible thing how the mind-body connection really, um, you know, affects how we're thinking, not just how we're thinking and feeling in the world, but also our actual physical being. And so practices like yoga and mindfulness not only alleviate stress, 
but they contribute to helping us cultivate a stronger immune system and just feeling better overall. And there's been many scientific studies that have suggested that meditation, mindfulness practices, cultivating a deeper mind-body connection positively impacts our cellular functions and our immune responses. And so during this time of year, especially as it becomes winter and the seasons are changing and there's all kinds of things going around, um, diving into your yoga practice and creating a little sacred time and a little sacred space for yourself to really go in deep, to meditate, to focus on your breath, maybe lengthening that exhale. That's going to help to stimulate your vagus nerve and increase not only your immune response, but also decrease stress, which is also something we need during the holidays. Um, It can be a very joyous time, but it can also be kind of a stressful time as we deal with family situations, different family members, a lot of high emotions often. So this is a great opportunity to really re-engage with your yoga practice, whether that includes asana or meditation or pranayama, breathing exercises, or just getting mindful, taking those mini moments throughout the day. And I was reminded yesterday, or yeah, yesterday, I was uh, doing a an appointment where they were monitoring brain waves and um, monitoring heart rate variability, your ability to kind of come back to a calm state after experiencing a stressful event. So I was hooked up to all kinds of different machines that were measuring all of these different things in my brain and my pulse and my heart rate. And I was reminded afterwards that Having a regular practice is really important, but even more so, even more important, this is the part we often forget, is integrating mini mindfulness breaks throughout the day. So taking two minutes, five minutes to just focus on your breathing, to practice a breathwork exercise or a pranayama exercise, to lengthen the exhale, to help us just relax and come back to our baseline, back to that state where our nervous system is shifting out of the fight or flight response or out of a stress response and coming back into a more parasympathetic response into a rest, digest, and a place where we're feeling very calm and resourced. And really only when we're feeling calm and resourced can we tap into creativity, into intuition, into these higher states of consciousness. So it's really important um, to practice uh, shifting out of a stress response. And the more quickly we can do that, the more uh, proficiently we can do that, then the easier it is for us to connect to those higher states of consciousness or feeling integrated, feeling truly um, truly like ourselves, truly whole and truly peaceful and complete and also less reactive, right? So those little triggers, those little stressors that often, you know, we get triggered by or they create irritation or anger or a sense of reactivity 
in our nervous system, we're able to have those triggers, those same triggers happen and not feel reactive, not feel triggered, not feel um, angry or like we need to lash out or respond in a, in a way that we might later look back on and think, hmm, I could have handled that differently. There's also some other really powerful practices that can help us, especially as we're moving out of 2023 into 2024, which is happening in five weeks. It's hard to believe. Um, But visualization, I want to talk a little bit about the power of visualization. And so many um, scientific studies have shown when we are able to vividly imagine a situation or visualize it, our brain actually processes it as if it were really happening. And so this is a powerful technique that athletes use, high performers use, they're visualizing, which helps to enhance their performance. And this principle applies to our personal lives. It applies to social situations. It applies to our business success, visualizing our goals, what we want, the people we want to connect with, how we want to be in a situation, um, the strategies we're going to use in those situations will help our brain to integrate them. And so that when we are in that situation, it feels like it's already happened. It's already been done and it helps us be much more successful in that situation. So this can be a powerful practice to start to do even, especially if you have challenging social, um, engagements coming up for the holidays. Maybe it's an office work party, or maybe it's your own family. Um, Just visualizing how you want to be in those situations, how you want the interactions to go, taking time every day to see. You can even visualize um, a, a challenge, right? You could visualize someone maybe aggressing on you or challenging you in some way, and then visualize overcoming that challenge, your response, you know, responding from a place of compassion or a place of peace rather than from reactivity. And in doing that, you're training actually your brain, your nervous system um, is believing that, oh, this is how I will react when this other situation happens. Or if this situation happens, then I will react in a compassionate way. And you're playing it out in your mind. You're visualizing it happening. You're visualizing the way you want to be in that situation. And you're much more likely to end up being that way in the situation if you've done the visualizing before um, the situation happens or before that trigger occurs. So it's a really, really powerful technique that you can use in your daily life. Um, you can use it as part of your meditation practice or even just before going to bed at night as you're falling asleep or even just like right when you're waking up. So those times right when you're waking up or right when you're starting to fall asleep, the brain is moving out of, say, a beta wave into an alpha wave and then transitioning from an alpha into more of like a sleep wave, a delta wave. And and that's a very powerful time for us to reprogram our subconscious minds. So use those moments right when you're getting up, right before you jump out of bed, just as you're slowly waking up 
to, you know, chant an affirmation or to say something to yourself that's affirming, positive, or visualize the kind of day that you want to have or the kind of relationship you want in life or whatever it is. They're really powerful times for reprogramming our subconscious mind Um, or just even as you're falling asleep too, you know, listening to either positive affirmations or visualizing you know, how you want your Christmas holidays to go or that time, you know, that that office party or a conversation with your boss or however that might look for you. Or maybe it's a an interaction with your children when, you know, everything's crazy and chaotic at home. How do you want to be with them? How do you want to feel visualizing yourself in those situations when, you know, there's spaghetti on the wall and a mess all around the house? How are you responding and reacting And that will help to bring about that reality. So those were two practices I just wanted to share with you this week as we head into the holiday season. And I would love for you to join me in my online retreat. It is on sale right now until November 30th. You can get uh, savings, quite a bit of savings, 57% savings. It's called the Reflect and Project Online Retreat. We're going to be practicing yoga asana, pranayama, meditation, visualization, and also my friend who is a professional astrologer and also my personal astrologer, Andrada, will be coming in to give us uh, her predictions, her forecasts, looking at the astral charts for 2024, looking at the transitions of the planets into what houses and what that all means for us as a global collective community, but even also us on a personal level, what it means for our own signs and charts as much as she can within the group setting. So we're going to look at um, both the macro and the micro cosm. And then we're going to do some journaling and some planning, some setting intentions, conscious intentions for 2024. And and it's just going to be a really powerful time. It's going to be an amazing retreat. I'm so looking forward to it. This is something that I have wanted to plan and do for a long time because every year um, I work with Andrada and we look at um, sort of the year at, at a, at a um, you know, bigger, bigger scale, a bigger level, and look at the energies and how those might affect us and what would be really a positive, you know, time of the year to do certain things. And so um, I would love to just share her gifts with you. And I would love to also invite you into a time of conscious breathing, conscious movement, Um, conscious goal setting and intention creation and tapping into that divine power within and your intuition and creativity as we let go of 2023 and really call in what we want for 2024. So I would love for you to join It's the Reflect and Project Retreat. You can find all the information on my website, harmonyslater.com. I will also link it here in the show notes. And it's only $108 until November 30th. After November 30th, the price will go up to $250. 
and $7 of your purchase will go directly to Yoga Gives Back, which is a non-secretarian, non-for-profit organization that is supporting women and children in India with microloans and scholarships for schools so that girls can stay in school. And um, it can disrupt that cycle of poverty and also um, disrupt the unfortunate uh, fate of many, many girls who end up in early marriages, um, you know, basically becoming child brides in um, impoverished areas in India. And so uh, with Yoga Gives Back's help and their supporting charities on the ground in India, it allows girls to stay in school and even go on to higher education. And this is really the most empowering thing we can do for uh, the future generation, especially for girls, especially for women in India. Um, So much of changing a culture, changing sexism, changing ideas, creating more compassion, creating spaces that are, you know, equal for all genders and even equal for for um, non-genders, you know, just equality in the world is really about increasing the power of women in the world. And I truly believe that. I truly believe that when we connect to the divine feminine, to our hearts, to our feelings, rather than just our logical thinking mind, um, we can change the world for the better. And it's really bringing in that love, that compassion, that nurturing that we all are just really craving for. So I'm a huge supporter of Yoga Gives Back. I'm actually on their board. So um, of course I am supporting them and I would love for you to come into this retreat also knowing that your support of this retreat, your support of myself and Andrada in providing um, the transformation through this retreat, part of your um, investment is also going towards Yoga Gives Back and their mission as well. So it is the holiday season, the season of giving, and that is one way that we can really give thanks for our yoga practice and give back to the country that yoga comes from the country and the culture in which we have benefited so much in the West, um, helping the people who are underserved in India to really uh, have a chance, have a chance for a new life and a chance for a future. And yeah, I'm just excited to share their mission with you and also to support it with energy um, as well as finances. So Thank you so much for being here. I love you all. And I'm just so grateful that you continue to listen to the Finding Harmony podcast each week. Next week, we will have an amazing interview for you coming up. But this week, you got me again with my little solo show. And I hope that it was something that was helpful for you. I'd love if you have any questions about, you know, whether it's pranayama or visualization or these you know, mini mindfulness breaks, what you can do, I would love for you to send me a message, you know, write in the comments or um, send me a message on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram handle is Harmony Slater Official. You can 
uh, ask away. I'm happy to be in contact with you and, and in conversation with you to help you have the most peaceful, the most easeful, the most enjoyable holiday season that you have ever had. So I look forward to connecting with you more online, either through Instagram or in the comments, in the show notes on my website, harmonyslater.com. So thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Finding Harmony. With me, your host, Harmony Slater. You can find out more information on my website, harmonyslater.com. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Standing in eternity's shadow Watching the breaking waves There's a hard wind and the soil